Welcome back to Sunday Night Novi. It's been a while. Uh, Sunday Night Novi is an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network. I, I do really apologize for the, the, errat the erratic schedule. I, I can't help it. Um, as I mentioned before, we'll be on this week and next week, off on the 21st, and then hopefully, 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 we will be on straight through the summer. Um, uh, after any changes then, uh, I will... I will let you know, but but we should be okay other than on the 21st. Okay, I want to mention, I want to mention that uh, tonight's share, Prophetic Vision in the 21st Century, the message of Nevi and Mishonim, the story of the Book of Shmuel. The series will focus on how Shmuel Anavi, the author of the Book of Shmuel, sent as many messages for our time. The share has been dedicated to Zechon Nishmas, Rabbi Rachmiel, Ben Aramir. I also want to mention Zechon Nishmas, Ruby and Mordechai. Um, who was a, a a staunch attender of this minion and who just passed away right before right after right before Purim. Okay. Um we're up to Perak Zion. We're in the middle of Perak Zion in the Safe Small Base. So I, I I wanna I wanna backtrack on it a little, uh, because we got like halfway through the Perak, and I want to discuss um um the holy deal. Okay, I just want another public service announcement when when uh um I, I want to mention, um, please do not share the link on, on social media. If somebody wants, uh, I, obviously the emails are fine, but I'm saying, I'm saying if someone wants to come on the Novi ship, please share them the link privately. We had, we had a program last uh, couple of weeks ago and we had a, we had a zoom bomb. And I think that's because it was too much out there. So kind of keep it between us. Obviously it's okay to pass it on to individuals, uh, but try, try not to put it on social media. Okay. All right. Here's the story. Okay, so David Amelah, in his greatness, um, had basically settled down in the land. Um, in his view, he had basically fought. It basically, he basically fought the wars, and and he was ready to to launch the Jewish people into the place where they were supposed to be. And I, 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 think, I think that's very important. That, that they were, it, it was really a, a, major, a major takeoff point for, for the Jewish people. Now, in, in his perception, which was a correct perception, um, the only way we, that they could put, the, so to speak, the Makkah right, the nail in the, uh, the, the the nail in the in the in the screw in in the in the wall um, is by building the base of Migdash. Now now he was correct in that because Gemara says that Gemara says that um, the three mitzvahs that were commanded to the Jewish people as a nation when they came to Eretz Israel was to appoint a king, destroy Amalek, and build the base of Migdash. Two out of three of those had been accomplished, and um, I pointed this out in the past. That some of uh, some of the great contribution that David Amela uh, presented to the Jewish people was 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 the was the peace that he created. Uh, he was a peace ma uh, a maker, um, and and he created a, a tremendous sense of security. David Israel 
He's reading from notes that I found someone in Eretz Yisrael who, who anyway, so it's, it's actually a woman, so it's Beruya. Um, so she points out that 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 David, uh, after he had freed everyone from from the Shibud, meaning meaning uh, we spoke at great length when we learned Sefer Shoftim of the great problems that 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 the Goyim presented to the Jewish people. It was a a core problem of of Sefer of Sefer Shoftim, and but now but now that was all over. David David Amela basically. Um, if, not to get too poetic, but we were at the point of There was a point where, at least among the Jewish people, the swords were put, were put down. And that's an, an unbelievable accomplishment. If you, if you think about it, if you think about it uh, on, on its own level, um, it's an unbelievable accomplishment that after... After about 400 years, we estimate the period of the Shoftim was for a little under 400 years, because we know that the base of Migdash was built at the 480 mark from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, take away 40 years, um, which is uh, which makes it um, 440 uh, of of David, and then and then you go back, um, then you take take away about about another uh, uh, what was it uh, seven four about another about another 20 so something years or so from the time of Yeshua. So you come, you cut you we're, we're, we're 350 plus years of 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 a period in history. It, it, it not it, it it's not much different than 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 we feel right now um, in Eretz Yisrael, where the threat of the Goyim was palpable, and 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 certainly until David, David really was the one who 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 was able to put an end to all all of that, and and, and he understood it. And he understood that that was that was part two. Although it says specifically destroy Amalek, but it was really it was really a goal that 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 a Kodesh Baruch Hu, um, had 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 given the, the Jewish people the opportunity to live in peace. So that, so that's when David said, um, "I'm on page uh, if you're in the arts call page two forty two, uh, Perak Zion." I'm just gonna. We'll, we, I know we did it, but we'll, we'll, we'll. I won't. You know, we'll just read a few things. Uh, David says in Pasuk Beis, "Vayomer Hamelat Al Nason Anovi, Reina Anochi Yosheb Beis Arazim." He says that I, I am sitting in a cedar palace. Varon Elokim Yosheb Besocha Yiriah, and the Aron is is within a curtain. Um, there's an interesting um thought here that that I saw. I thought it was very interesting. It says that. That now in David's in David's mind in David's mind um, that ha, there should be a central place for Avodah Hashem, but the, but the truth is uh, in in re, in reality um, Hashem's presence is really supposed to be everywhere, right? Uh, it shouldn't only be and shouldn't only be in in uh, one central place, uh, but 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 although that was a goal, that was a goal that that. That, that 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 should take place. said, "The time has come to turn Yerushalayim to establish a permanent base of Migdash below Oval Yirios and not a, a tent of curtains." Shaya ad ad ko semel 
all the mishkano arai. It's very interesting. He says he says that. So, so what, what, what's the curtain? The curtain is a symbol of temporary existence. The nod but nod that the the movement of the Jewish people, the the inability to to settle down properly, and and he said and 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 David Amel says we're not there anymore. We have we have grown past that. That's the key word, grown past that. That we have reached the point where 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 we're not nod but not We're not we're not uh, scattered, and we're not running around, and we're not. Um, and we're not, and we're not, um, you know, um, arai. Arai means temporary. Our, our existence is not, is not, is not a temporary existence. We have reached the point where we've established our permanence, where where, where we we've, we've set our mark, and and we we are now in Eretz Yisrael in a permanent way, and and, and that's what David was saying. So of course, Nasan. So 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 it's interesting again. Nasan is reacting not out of Navua. But out of his own personal feelings, um, says, So so he's, so Nason says that no, uh, you know, of course, of course, you're right, uh, you've accomplished, you've done a lot of great things, um, and and now, now, now you're right, go build the base of me. Now, now um that, that's an important idea about people's perspective and perspective. you know everyone knows the famous expression man trapped and god left right man you know man you know uh man thinks and god laughs right right um he said so remember remember shmuel anovi himself uh was was told that remember when shmuel anovi went to anoint david amelech as king so shmuel anovi wasn't told which one of the sons was going to be king so when the first when the first son came who was tall and handsome and good looking, so Shmuel said that must be the one. And Hashem said to him, He says, I don't look at, at people the way the way people look at people. People look in, at a person's eyes, right? Right? Don't fire till you see the whites of their eyes, right? Right by the British. So by the Revolutionary War. That we 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 look into people's eyes. Like we we judge we judge people. By the look in their eyes, like, like, like you know, you know, when a kid comes to me and says, "Hey, I'm not feeling well," so I always look them in the eye. I can tell look by looking them in the eyes if they're serious or not serious, um, and if they need they need attention or, or, not, or not attention. Below, uh, and that's what Hashem told Shmuel. But Hashem look, Hashem looks in the heart. We say on every fasting, Right, my my thinking is not your thinking. And my way is not your way. Um, meaning, meaning the way I approach things, the Kaddish Baruch was telling the Navi is different than you. So Nasan had a, a knee jerk reaction, and, and maybe a normal knee jerk reaction, not a criticism of Nasan. He he said, you know, Nasan looking at this picture and and is saying that. Look! Look how great you know. Look how great David is. Look! Look how much David has accomplished. So certainly, certainly, if David got the Jewish people this far, so certainly he's he's the right person to to take it to the to to the next level. And and, and it was enough. But the Kodesh tells him no. And and there's a long discussion about about this, right? And Hashem tells him. If you look, I'm just gonna uh, skip a, a little bit to Pasuk Vav. 
Right, Hashem tells Nosan to tell David, I never, I was never in a house from the time of Misada Yomazeh. I traveled in a tent and a Mishkan, meaning I never had a permanent uh, um, resting spot. Uh, and, and that's what Hashem tells, tells, um, tells, um, did I ever ask you to build me anything? Move on. Because in fact, Hashem does not need a house. Shlomo perish bizman Chanukah Sabais, and Shlomo Amelach himself says it. Even if Hashem dwelled on the land, uh, the heavens would, would not sustain you. Nasan was was told explained that it's not the way of Hashem to dwell in a house, but to go be among the Jewish people. Um, so what's what, what's interesting and what does raise and what does raise uh um what does raise the question is if that's true, so why do we have a base of Mikdash? So so I, I think the answer, I I I, I I I think even though even though it seems that that now 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 we have a lot of um uh, chazals that, that talk about how do you bring the Shrina. Uh, if you learn, if you've been learning Pirkei Avos over the last couple of weeks, if uh, you know ten people learn together, if eight people learn together, five people learn together, um, you know Chazal says Ishvi Ishto. If a man and a wife create a proper house, the Shrina comes. So we have a lot of uh, means. However, I, I I think the answer to this question because it sounds like that the base of Mikdash was unnecessary. Um, but I, I don't think that's what the point of the Novi is. I think the point of the Novi was to delay it and, and, and to wait till Shlomo. Um, and I think that the reason why why we have to have a base on Megdash is because we deal well with centrality. We have to have, there are, I always talk about there are the three centrals um, in, in Yiddishkeit. Kodesh Baruch obviously is at the center of it all. Yerushalayim and, and, and Torah. Right, the base of Mikdash and Torah, like like those three have to be the focus of our center because we need a center to focus on. And I don't think I don't think the Navi is suggesting that once the base of Mikdash was built, you can't find the Shechina any other place. I don't think that's that that's what the Navi is saying. I think the Navi is saying is that's the central place to find the Shechina, and we know and we know that. And we know that you, know, you can't bring once the base of Mikdash was built, they can't bring korbanos in their homes, and they had they had to bring no bamos. They had they had to do all, all all of those things. But 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 what what? But there's another message. There's a message of Golas also that 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 when the when the korban base of Mikdash came, the Novi is also telling us something. Don't think, don't think that it's over. Don't think our connection with Hakadosh Baruch Hu is ended. You can find a Kodesh Baruch Hu, right? What is what is what is what is a Kodesh Baruch Hu tell Yaakov? He said he says he says Anochi Mitzrayma, right? I'm going to go down there with you, right? It's a, it's a concept in the Arizal of Tikkun. The, the Shechina goes into uh, uh, into Galus. Um, 
So, so, so notice that 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 when Hakadosh Baruch Hu speaks to Yaakov before he goes to Mitzrayim, he's he's telling him that I'm with you all, all along the journey. And and certainly, I think when the Chorban happened and Benesa went into Gullus, there that message has to resonate. That message has to be told that 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 Hakadosh Baruch Hu is is with us um, along along the way. And I think and I, I think that's a very important message. But at the same time. Um, it, the base of Migdash has to be built under certain conditions. So one of the things we discussed, um, it's a symbol of, of, of Ava and Shalom. It, it's, a, it's a symbol of, of peace. The Pastor Gedibre Ayyam says, says, He says, you, you, you spilled a lot of blood and it's not a criticism. And you fought many wars. Lo don't build a house to make it. Uh, because of a lot of others. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry about that. Okay. Anyway, so so that's um anyway, that's 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 part of the message here. Um so so and he tell and then Hashem tells him, he will be a man of, of peace. Menucha really means it means rest, but it mean but it means peace and tranquility. and I will protect him from all the enemies, Misaviv, There'll be peace and and um, tranquility in his day. Who give that bias to Shmi? Who yell he leben? But he let yell of. But he knows he has kisei malchus al Yisrael adolam. It's all psukim and divrei yomim. He will be in charge. Now, now, now we know. Um, we're going to get to it, Mishem. That when Shlomo, uh, not not for a while, but when Shlomo, when Shlomo um, built the base, until the end of his life, there's no sound of an enemy of the Jewish people. It was completely tranquil in the land. And that's a that's a very important message. So I'm saying so all of these are, are the met all these messages are embedded um in in this story where David wants to build the base of Migdash, um is told not to um, um and and but ultimately the message is that it will be built just not just not in, in his day. Um, the second thing is that uh, is that Hashem promises um, that D- David takes on a new new role. And Pasuk Yudalad, Ani Up. David says um, that I will be. I'm sorry. Hashem says to Nasan to tell David that I will be a father to your son. Asher I, I, so that when, I, when when he sins, I will chastise him with the rod of men and with affliction of human beings. What does that mean? That means that unlike with Shaul, unlike with Shaul, where where sin is potentially um, disastrous, he says he said he said Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells tells David that when if Shlomo or or any of your descendants will will be uh, will will go off the derech. I, I will I will treat them as a father, which would treat um, his child. 
right? I'll hit them like with a stick. I won't push them away. I'll punish them. And, and, and that's a whole different. So Shaul, when Shaul blew it with Amalek, so he was done. But here, here Hashem says that the relationship that I have with you and your descendants is very, very different. They, there's an eternal relationship that's developing here. So you have a lot of, so you have a lot of forces that that, that come together here. You have you have the, the idea of the base of Mikdash, the idea of Hashem's presence among the Jewish people. You have the idea of David not being allowed to build it, uh, and you have you have the role of Shlomo, uh, but particularly you have the role of uh, that the base of Mikdash is, is is a total symbol of peace. Um, and, and and could therefore could only be built by someone who doesn't have to pick up the sword, right? So we know the famous Navu, I mentioned it earlier, uh, uh in the future, Lo Goyel Goy Kharab, that 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 when the Mashiach comes, there'll be uh you know world peace. You know, if you could even even begin to imagine that. <laughs> that uh, that's something that only Mashiach will be able to accomplish. And I say, and say so all, all this is coming together uh here. Um, now, now, although although it might might partic- particularly be a little bit frustrating for David, um, but but uh, on a certain sense, um, this is a great um, a great um, accomplishment. This is a great uh, accolade that that a Kodesh Baruch Hu says um, that you know you're with me. Neamam my, my promise with your house and your kingdom will be for bring them And he said, your 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 seat will, will have a permanent seat on the council uh, forever. And that's a very, very critical understanding of the role that David Amelech plays in our existence. Okay. Anyways, that's what I, that's what I wanted to point out to you about the first uh, seventeen psukim uh, of this parak. That's critical to understanding. Um, I, I, I would I would I would go as far as say that this is a foundational parak. Um, that 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 we finally come to the point where we could talk about what's important. Like, like okay, you know, you know, um, I, you know, I always talk to my kids about this in school. I said I said to them, and I, you know. Everyone, you know, we talk about Israel. Everyone likes talking about, unfortunately, wars and terrorism and all of that stuff. Uh, sadly, but I said, I said, and I, t- I tell my kids, I said to them, in 1949 and 1950, I said the biggest problem Israel had was not the Arabs. The biggest problem Israel had was that all the Arab countries that threw out all the Sephardic Jews and they all immigrated to Eretz Israel, they had no place to live. There was no homes for these people. They were living in tents. The story of Sephardic Jews is a sad story. Uh, and, and Israel Israel had a crisis. Uh, what to do with them? And, and, you know, as Jewish people do, they started to build. And they started to build apartments and houses and, and developments and, and, and all of that. And they had running water. And that was interesting. Um, one, of, one, of the, one, of, one of the things that... Um, you know, why you a number of years ago on a Teddy Kalik. For those of you who are who are as old as me, remember that Teddy Kalik was uh, was the mayor of Yushalayim for many, many years. Uh, not one of our friends. Uh, I have to say, he did not like religious Jews. He was not really supportive of religious Jews. So so uh, I had an opportunity. I was with Rabbi Lamb Olav Shalom 
um, as a as a first year smicha student, um, we had we had the opportunity to have dinner with him, and um, and so and basically we were allowed to ask any question we want. But like he said, it was, he said he'll answer you know any question that you have, uh, you know about about why you about the world about politics well, whatever it was. It was, it was a great it was a great opportunity to sit with someone who was absolutely brilliant and and and, and erudite. Um, and it was really it was a it was a beautiful moment. it was a beautiful evening. I remember I remember it. So one of the questions that was asked them is that has why you on a Teddy Collar. And Rabbi Lamb said, uh, and, and I think it stayed with me all these years. He said, he said, if you go to Yerushalayim and you see a traffic light that that helps the traffic move in the street, if you see running water, um, if you see, uh, you know, if you look at the what's called the municipality of Yerushalayim. That's to the credit of Teddy Collar, because he worked to build the city. He made sure that the city had running water, had, had a sewer system, had a pipeline, had a, uh, you know, had building complexes, had heat, had, you know, all, all the, you know, traffic lights and stop signs and parking. And, yeah, you know, all, all the things that we take for granted. Well, we go out, we see there's a traffic. Well, well, that doesn't happen by itself. Someone's got to take care of that. Uh, you know, the, <laughs> the light in front of my house, the, you know, the, the, the light on the street went out. Not my personal light, the light that's on the street. It took weeks before before they finally came and replaced the light bulb. Um, I'm saying so. So he said he said that itself is part of that. That also deserves an honor. Um, and and, and uh, you know and that that statement stayed with me. David Amelach was at that point. David Amelach reached the point where he said, "Now that we got rid of all the enemies, now we got rid of all the troubles." Now we got to build. Now we have to build the city, and 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 that's and that's what and, that, and that's where and that's such a crucial point. And, that, and that's that's the point. You know, you know, the Israelis in 1950 they went and they had to build up the country. They had to drain the swamps. They had to do all you know all, all the things that they did. Uh, you know, if you go to Israel today, it didn't that didn't happen by itself. There was no magic to that. They they people worked. I, you know, I always I always like to say that the most beautiful site in Eretz Israel, yeah, obviously, you know, all the Kotel, okay, fine. But I'm saying the most beautiful site in Israel to me is a crane. Uh, I, I, you know, I was, I was on a bus going around Yerushalayim, I was, uh, three, unfortunately, about, what, three and a half years ago, um, four years ago already. Um, anyway, and and um, the most beautiful thing was to see a crane, because that means they were building, they were building everywhere, everywhere they were building. And and, and that's that's part of this story that David Amelech said that now let's make Yerushalayim what it's supposed to be. And Akadosh Baruch was said in in time, not yet, not yet. You know that we got we got we got to leave something for the next gen next generation. Right. You know, there's a great line uh, uh, at the end of the Golden Meir movie. There's a you know like those of you might remember they made a, a movie in the '80s. Or eighties, a woman called Golda Ingrid Bergman was Golda Meir. So at the end of the movie, there is a is a great quote from her where she says she says you know she that she that she did whatever she thought was right for the Jewish people, and that's that. And but, but she said, and if somebody could come now and do better, that's that's fabulous. But like you know, and if someone could do better, great. Now is their opportunity. Now is their opportunity. And 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 David Amelev said. And Kaddish Baruch will said to David, Shlomo will, will will finish the job. You 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 got you got us to a historic moment. I mean, it, it, this was an absolutely a historic moment. It may be the most important historic moment in Jewish history up to that point, because 
they never had such an existence. There never was there never was a moment from Yitzias Mitzrayim until until this moment um, where they where they didn't have to look over their shoulders. Maybe maybe in the midbar. But but I'm saying, but from, from the moment they crossed that yard then on the tenth day of Nisan, um, um, thirty three days after the death of Moshe, they never had a moment where, where they had, where they weren't where they didn't have to look over their shoulders to see what's happening, what's coming, and and now we're here, and that's why David said, now is the time to take it to the next level, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu tells Shlomo, you can take it to the next level. So let's read, let, let's read Pasuk Yitzchak. Um, and anyway, I, I, I think I think that this point is such an important point that we had to had to point this out. Anyway, Bayavo Amelach David, page two forty six. If you're in the art scroll, uh, if not, it's Perak Shmuel Beis Perak Zayin Pasuk Yudchas. Bayavo Bayavo Hamelech David Bayeshev with Nei Hashem. David came and sat before Hashem. So Pashtus that means he sat before the Aram. Uh, I think that's what it means. Right, Mesudat David says this. With Neha Aron. Vayomer, mi anochi, Hashem Elohim, umi beisi. He says that, who, who am I? Uh, Hashem Elohim, the Lord of God. And, and who is my household? Yehevi Sani, Ad Halom. Like David, uh, it, it, one of the great parts of David Amel was his grave. Ki halom me rus hamo He says, I come from Rus. He says, you know, David basically said, "What, what did I do that I came to such to such a stage? Like, what, what made me, what made me worthy to come to come to 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 this point?" And and, and you know, David expressing um, a, a, tr- a tremendous sense of of of, humil- of humility here. I wanted to read you the the Rambam in in in, in Hilchus Malachim, right? The Laws of Kings, um, Perak Beis. Very interesting Rambam. Um, it's a famous Rambam. But she says the following: Perak Beis Halacha Dalit. Writes the Rambam. Right, the Rambam is talking about the laws of a king, uh, um, and and the king had a different standard, especially if he if he was sitting um, if he was uh, sitting shiva, it wasn't the same as regular people because the king cannot degrade himself. Uh, and then then he makes a side point: the imniknas la azara, if the king entered the azara, the courtyard of the base of Megash, the hayamizera David. And he was from the seed of David. He was a descendant of David. Yoshev. He's allowed to sit. Because only descendants of David Amelech were allowed to um, sit in the Azara. We mentioned this in the Dafa the other day. That, that was Yerobam's problem. Um, because because uh, that's why he blocked the roadways to Yerushalayim. Because he said, he said when they'll go to Yerushalayim, and they'll see they'll see that that Rechabam is really the king because uh, he's the grandson of David and Melech, and 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 they'll they'll reject me in favor of him, right? Now now look at the pasuk um, look at the pasuk that the Rambam quotes. She'en yeshiva ba'azor lemalchei space David bilvat. Only a descendant of David and Melech can have a place in the azor in the courtyard of the base of Megiddo. Shenemar 
ויבוא המלך דוד וישב לפני השם. As it says in the Pasuk, and the king came and he, and he, and he sat before Hashem. That, that's, that's our Pasuk right here. So the Rambam learns out from this Pasuk that only a descendant of David Amelech is allowed to sit with Nei Hashem at that close to, 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 to the Aaron Kodesh. So, so David, David calls out and he says, that what makes me worthy, as the Radak points out, Right, the Radak has two explanations when he says, "Who in my house?" Either he's referring to the past or the future. He says, "You know, we, you know, what what is in my house that that I deserve um, to be the king, or who do I come from that deserves to be the king?" Like what? Why is it that I, I'm so fortunate that you have given me the kingship to my and to my children afterwards? He said he made a comment about look where I came from. I came from from Rus, and, and that now now I am the king. So so David says. Oh, so David asked the question, why am I worthy uh, of all this? So, so that's what so that, that, that's what he says. Now, going on. Vatiktan. Vatiktan is, is an interesting word. Um, um, it's from the word katan, you know, I, I am small. Vatiktan odzos beinecha. He said, yet there was still insufficient in your eyes, Hashem Elokim. So that you have spoken even of your servant's household in the distant future. And this would be fitting of, of a great man. He says, Despite the the unworthiness you have spoken about the future. He says, that which you described, David Amal said, is really for great people. Not a, uh, um, someone who's insufficient, uh, um, you know, not worthy a person like, like me. See, this is what makes David great. <laughs> Because because he because he saw because he saw uh, he, he 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 did not take his and maybe maybe that's maybe that was the difference between him and Shaul. Shaul, um, you know, didn't see didn't see the whole picture. David sees the whole picture, and David says, "Wait a second, what you know? What why why do I deserve such a honor? Like what what have, what what have I done?" Um, David considered himself undeserving of such honor. Rashi, however, learns the phrase as a rhetorical question. Is this honor fitting an ordinary human being? Some people are righteous and others are wicked. You have promised that you will not remove your goodness and, and love for my offspring, even though some may be wicked in the future. That's another comment. It's another way of looking at it that, that uh, uh, you know, what makes me worthy that, that, that if my children go off the, the derech, that you won't, uh, you know, you won't, you know, you won't 
veer from me. Like you will still stay with me. You'll punish them, but you'll stay. But you'll stay. You punish them as a father would punish the child, but doesn't send the child away. So we have. We really have. Really have like 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 a, an unbelievable moment here. Mayosif David Ola Daber. And what more can can David say? Elecha the Atar Yadata Safdecho Hashem Elokim. He says, you, you know, you, you you know what what else can I say? Uh, you you know me, you know Meata. Now only O Davar Lishol Mechad. Nothing else. Lo Alai, Lo Alzari. Not about me and not about my children. The Atar and you. Hoel Atar Yadata Berichamta Safdecho Lasosli Kazos Mibelishay Lo Bakashasa Bakasha. Um, he says, now that you have done this without any question, I never asked for this, um, and and now now uh, and now, now this is where where we're at. He said, it's because of your word and your desire that you have bestowed all this greatness upon me, um, and informed your your servant of it. Rotsalama. He nay in any roy What David was saying was, says the Musudat David, I'm really not worthy of all of all of this. Ulam, however, because of your decree, and your desire, Asisili Abdullah you've done this great thing for me. The and now that you've told this to me, it's like, it's like you're paying me back for my actions. And, and and David says that in the question, you know, the the fact that a Kodesh Baruch Hu gave him gave him a look ahead, so to speak. He got he had a great look ahead, and 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 David Amel was greatly appreciative of of the position that he was was put on. And David says there is no one like you, uh, you know, um, according to all that we've heard with with, with our ears. David Amelech um, spoke about the greatness of a Kodesh Baruch Hu and that great uh, connection um, that we have. Right, the, the Shabbos Mincha, who is like the Jewish people. And then David says that all of this is not because of me, but it's because of the Jewish people. It's all for the it's all it's all for the sake of the Jews. Since there's nobody like you, says Mesudat David, in came me What other nation in the world is is loyal? And praiseworthy, um, and pray and fortunate like the Jewish people. Shehema goy miyuchad ba'aretz. Liftos lo la'am, liftos b'mitzrayim liyos lo la'am. V'lasum lo shame. L'farsei meshemo ba'olam to to make their name world renowned. V'lasos lochem liYisrael. V'no raos liyatzal. V'lasos niflaos. No raos liyatzecha. V'esakibush l'garshem neatzmecha. That you made all these miracles um, at the time of their capture. He said, he says, now what 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 you have what you have spoken to your servant and, and about and about your house, establish it forever. 
And David also says that that the I'm sorry, this no um, David also says that your name will grow because of of the of the Jewish people. So you have you have not just a a moment of of where, where, where David where David Amelech uh, feels that um, tremendously tremendous sense of humility, but you also have a moment where David Amelech understands what's taking place here. Um, he understands that the role of the Jewish people um, is to to be megadol shemol ba'olam. To be we call it, we say mekadesh shem shemayim berabim to sanctify the uh, the name of God in public. And, and it is it is in this role that David understood understood that that is his his that is his his job his job and the reason why he was put in this position was to lead the Jewish people. No, in other words, it's not about him; it's about the Jewish people and lead the Jewish people in the sense of of um, a people whose role, and this is the great legacy of Abraham Avinu, to bring monotheism to the world, to, to, to remind people of where the world comes from, to, to teach people about the world that we live in. And, and, and that was that that's what David saw, saw as his as his role. Um and, and that, that's what David Davin, after Nasan came to him and told him uh, all, 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 of, all of these things. So, so what do we learn from this tefillah? That David was very different than Shaul. His heart was not filled with, with, with conceit and the love of, of, the, of the kingship. With all the great things that happened to him, David Amal became humble. And he saw himself as being unworthy of all of the uh, of the of the great things that was happening to him, David David who saw all the great things, He said that the the name of Hashem is exalted to the highest level. Israel and there's no one like the Jewish people among the nations. and it says in in uh, and in a different place, by Yeda David, the David no. Gloma, lo rak beskuso beshmol shel David, nasu koach hasadim, ela beskus Yisrael imo, she Hashem alach lutoso mishiba mitzrayim, v'orish lefanav. David connected dots. And that's something that, that we've spoken about, that David got, understood the whole picture. He said, the entire process, which began with Yitzias Mitzrayim, ara yom hazeh, the goal was, v'yadu, v'yadu ki ani Hashem. Right, it says how many times in the Makos that it says, Hashem. The role of the Jewish people in the world is to is to be And David just saw himself as the facilitator of that. He didn't see he didn't see it as anything to do uh, of, of his of his great greatness. He says, with 
He said, he said that your name will become great because of all the great things that the Jewish people did to chase the people out of the land. But you have established Jewish people to be their nation uh, forever. Um, and, and so it could be that one could suggest based on all of what David claims here, that that's what made him worthy of all this. Because because he understood the picture. David got it. David knew. David knew exactly what he's supposed to do. What is his role? Where he should be? Uh, what, 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 what does he have to pass on to his children and grandchildren? And and what's the legacy that, that has to exist? And it is perhaps not an accident that the great Rabbi Huda Hanasi uh, was a descendant of David Amela. Hillel was a descendant of David Amela. All, all the great, um, you know, there was a great legacy that was passed on, and 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 we know, you know, Hillel. It says when Rebbe died, Anova left. Gemara says Anova left the world. There was no more, uh, you know, humility, uh, and and that was that was the legacy of the Altazeda. That, that that no matter what your role is, and Rebbe was and Rebbe was was one of the great people. Torah Abdullah Bamakomecha, the Gemara described, he was very wealthy, and he was the the the, the God of Ador, uh, you know, uh, uh, undisputed. And and but but that sense of humility was something that he learned from the Altazeder, because because people like that understood that the role of spreading Torah in the world is to be Megado Meromeim Shem Hashem Olam. And and that and that and that and that and that's what was going and that's what was going on here, and that that's very important. Ki ata Hashem svakos pasuk chavzayin elokei Yisrael galises ozen av dechalimah bayis evnela akem matzav dechaz libo lispalele lecha es hatvila azos. He said, and for you, Hashem, master of the legion, have revealed to your ear of your servant, saying, I shall create a dynasty for you. Therefore, your servant has found it proper in his heart to daven this tefillah to you. He says, you are the true God, and your words will come true. And you've spoken to, uh, to your servant uh, these good things. And he says, now, May you desire to bless the house of your servant that it may remain forever before you. For you, my Lord Hashem, have spoken, and from your blessing, may, may the house of your servant be blessed forever. Now, what, why, why, why is he Davin? Uh, right? Radak says that when he was saying that, that they should be blessed forever, means that, that the house of David should be the leaders in serving a Kaddish Baruch. Based on Atzmo Amar Kamo um, and as David said that, that we should have the koyach, we should be blessed to have that ability um, to, to serve you for the eternal, for eternity. Uh, um, and, and we shouldn't come back empty-handed. David says that David was asking that my descendants should be, should be God-fearing People and people who choshve shemo, it's a great term. People who think in your name, meaning that shvisi Hashem lenegdi summit, as the Ramah writes at the beginning of Shochanor, that 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 my descendants should be people uh, that that are are constantly thinking in your name, constantly living their lives 
by your name. And that the kingdom shouldn't be taken away because they have removed. So David, David understood that, that, that he played a major role in the passing on of, of the Mitzvah. The Ramban writes um, in Pasha's Baalusha, right, the famous Rashi, Rashi has the question that, that, that Rashi says that Aaron was uh, uh, very upset but, but when, when all the Nisim brought the Korbanos, when they built the Mishkan, but not Shevelevi. Rashi has a famous expression, Right, Aaron, Aaron was, was very upset. So, so, so Hashem tells him, "Gedola shalcha bishalacham." He says, "What are you, what are you upset about? You, you're going to light the menorah every, every day, every day in the Mishkan." So, um, the so the Ramban asked the question. He says, "Why, why did Hashem say you're going to light the menorah? Why didn't He say you're going to give the korbanos or do all the other things that God and do?" So the Ramban says it's a remis to Hanukkah. He says that that in the future. And Hanukkah, and Hanukkah, um, your descendants are gonna are gonna fight the fight uh, to to preserve the Torah, as the Ramban and Parshas Vayechi calls them Chasidei Elyon Shomalehem Nishtachu Torah Misrael. Without them, Torah would have been forgotten from among the Jewish people. So 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 the so the Ramban says so the Ramban says that 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 Aaron was told that that your legacy is going to be eternal. And that your children are going to be are, are going to be people that will be among those that preserve the Torah, and this is what David Amel also understood in in the tefillah here, and this is what David Amel asked for. David Amel, David Amel, Amel didn't 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 just want a biological um, king kingdom. You know, this the Shabbos was the, the king uh, King Charles was coronated, right? Uh, because his mother was the queen, so he was now the king. David Amel didn't just want that. David Amel wanted Yirei Hashem Shemo. Said, I want to know that my children are going to follow in the in your ways. That my children are going to be the next link in the chain that comes from from back to Mitzrayim that passes through Har Sinai to, to Yeshua and Eretz Yisrael and the time the entire Mesorah of Klal Yisrael. I think I think when Mashiach comes, uh, we're going to find that many of the descendants and many of the great leaders of our people throughout all the generations. Somehow we're, we're we're on the line from David Amel, and and that was and that was David Amel's greatness. Uh, we're going to learn that he made some mistakes, he made some bad judgments, but but in the end of the day, David Amel was, was an Yirei Shema, represented the concept of Yiras Hashem Luchos Shema. His entire existence, if you read for Tehillim and you read through through his life experiences. Every step of the way, he thanked the Kodesh Baruch Hu. And, and, and as the Gemara points out, he never said Kinos. He always, it was always Mizmor. It was always a song. It was always, because, because David Amela understood so much about who he was, where he needed to be, and what his, what his life mission was. And, and he desperately wanted that to be passed down for generations to come. And, and, and in the legacy of the great Hillel and the great Rabbi Huda Hanasi, Certainly, he was very successful in, in passing. In the same way that that Aaron was told that that his that, that the Kahanim will represent that idea. David Amel was also told that David Amel doubted deeply that that should be his reality. Okay, we're going to stop here, um, and we will we finish Parak Zion uh, next Sunday night. We'll be back on. Uh, we'll be I think nine o'clock will be for throughout the summer until the days start getting earlier. Then we can move back a little bit. Um, but for now, we'll keep it at nine o'clock. I don't think we have to move off for nine o'clock. And the latest minchah is like eight fifteen, so so we're good with that. Okay, next week we're on, so uh, we'll talk again next week. So, Mr. Shem, everybody have a great week. Thank you all for coming on tonight, uh, as always. And Mr. Shem, we should be we should have, uh, as Art Raymond used to say, health and wealth and time to enjoy it. Have a great week. <laughs>